Alrighty, welcome to Wednesday Night Musical Osmosis, where intelligent dissonant thought meets melodic euphonious reality. I am your musically magnanimous host, Nick the Saucy One Catsaurus, broadcasting to you as always from the top of Meth Mountain, Tennessee. And I also want to introduce my procussively proficient co-host, calling in all the way from Charm City, soon to be up in flames, our pal O. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> Austin, you know, um, this is my 500th episode, not of this podcast, but if you put all the podcasts together, this is my 500th yeah. episode. I don't even know if I'll make it another 20 episodes the way things are going right now. Well, uh, it's it's tough, man. But you know what? We've made it three and a half years in this craziness. You know, I think I think we'll be OK. <laughs> It's still better to bring in the big 500 to tonight's guest theater. Yes, yes, definitely. And let me also introduce our producer, um, sitting in the next room in her hermetically sealed bubble, Dee, the producer. That's me. Ta-da! Are you surprised? Anybody let me fucking talk this long? 500 episodes? Oh, a little. I'm honestly, I'm a little surprised. I mean, but I, I've heard you talk basically nonstop for a decade now, and if I can handle <laughs> you 24/7, surely the rest of the world can hold a little bit of that for me. I mean, oh, come I'm on, everybody needs to carry their weight. I'm like LSD. I'm good in small doses, <laughs> but too much, and I will drive you fucking cuckoo for cocoa puffs for sure. You know, one of these days, you're going to have to prove that to me. I, I am an LSD virgin, people. If anybody wants oh, to send Lord. me any, I can't give you my address. But if you see me out, feel free to offer just, it. Cause... Just leave it by the mailbox. Yeah, that's right. I hear <laughs> LSD is actually up 25% during the pandemic. That's what I've heard. And yeah. it doesn't surprise me. I... <laughs> right on. All right. Yeah, you know... um. So much we've done, the seven years we've been podcasting these different podcasts, and can you believe it? Five, I've did, can you believe, for one thing, I've done 500 of anything? I'm pretty fucking um, hyperactive, ADD. Yeah, I, I always liken you to a shark, because if you stop moving, I think you're going to die. So, <laughs> wow. Anyway, Steve, why don't you tell everybody who we have coming up on this show and on our Apocalyptic Peanut Butter podcast. Um, you can check out our Facebook. It is pretty much an end-of-the-world COVID-related podcast. We also yeah. do. Yeah, we, we talk about it all. And every single time you hear uh, Dee's tips for survival. So definitely check that out. Um, you can, of course, find us on musicalosmosis.com. Can I interject right here? Why have yes. you never done a tip to survive guar? You've done tips to survive everything in the apocalypse except for a guar attack. There, there's no. You can't. You can't. There, you can't yeah, there's survive. No. Yeah. We're, at, we're at their mercy. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. that. I guess yeah. I had to accept my fate. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you can look us up on Facebook, Apocalyptic Peanut Butter Podcast, or, of course, Musical Osmosis. Find us there. Um, we're actually having comedian Chris Mohan is coming back to, um, well, coming back to our network. Our world, our digital world. Yes, our digital world. Um, he's going to be joining us on our next Apocalyptic Peanut Butter Podcast. I just nice. love saying that. Um, can you say that three times real fast? Apocalyptic Peanut Butter Podcast, Apocalyptic Peanut Butter Podcast, Apocalyptic Peanut Butter Podcast. Yes! Sorry, I have no trophy for you. 
That's okay. I actually made it this time. Um, coming up on our next musical osmosis. Uh, we're having musical yes, osmosis. A musical osmosis. <laughs> we're having uh, Stuart Sweezy. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, he's he was actually the director of Desolation Center. Um, really yeah. great music documentary. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. We've also got Rebecca Redbait from Redbait. Easy peasy to remember. Uh, and Texas Terry Bomb will be joining us very soon. But today is a little different. Nick, yes. Oh, let's yeah. tell us why. I've already left them on uh, the line now for eight minutes. I'm surprised I'm still alive. So we better get right to it. Yes. All right, everybody. Forged in the cybernetic fires of the Destructo clan, tonight's guest is a true scumdog of the universe, fighting diligently for his master's army, warrior, destroyer, and surfer of comets. We welcome to our pitiful human podcast, calling in all the way from his Arctic fortress, the brutally sumptuous Saulborg Destructo is here. Saulborg, good evening. Hey, how you doing, human filth? Yes. <laughs> I am just basking in your cosmic glory, sir. I want to thank well, you. Well, so uh, definitely, definitely a sweet-talking, uh, uh, quick, quick-witted human there, heaping on the accolades before I show up. That's a, that's a good thing. Good job. Good job. I want to be one of the last humans to lose my tongue. I use it for so many things. <laughs> well, I, uh, I was uh, listening to your, uh, you know. What you were talking about earlier there about the uh, ways that you can combat Guar. There is one that you have overlooked that is uh, actually quite easy. You want to know what it is? Yeah, if you want to give yeah, up your seat. Yeah. Let's, let's have the Look, I'm their enemy. I'm their enemy, and I'm all about going ahead and telling you, telling you how to defeat Guar, right? So That's it. I found that if you just you know buy some crack and you throw it in their way, you might survive a little bit longer than you know if you don't. So... Buy some crack. Send it their way. Odell, we have a friend who has write, a Write it down. Tonight. Write it down. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm going to write that down because the next time they come to town, I, you know, I may have to see what happens. Crack goes a long Odell, way. Crack goes I think a long we way. have a friend that has that same weakness. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> Hey, um, so before we jump right in here, I promised a friend of mine I would relay a message to you. Oh, yeah, go ahead. What do you got? So my pal Vermin Supreme said to tell you he is looking forward to being disemboweled by you shortly. Oh, what do I got an appointment with him? Oh, geez, I don't know. What am I supposed to do this? <laughs> um, I guess you're supposed to surprise him. You know who Vermin is, right? The boot-headed um, libertarian candidate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to go out. Jeez, there's so many humans to kill at this point. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> We have to all believe that. You all look alike, anyways. I don't know how. I don't know how to tell you apart. And it's well, got to be. It's got to be a little difficult to do it. You know, six feet apart now, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's no social distancing, murdering, killing, pillaging. There's no that. <laughs> hey, um, let me. T- every time we have someone on for the first time, I like to tell people how I got them on the show. Can I like bore you with just a pathetic human antidote here, real quickly? Oh, if you must. All righty. So <laughs> back in the 80s and 90s, I was huge in the guar. Of course, I get mm-hmm. older, 
in my 30s, I start a family, I become weak and lame and frail, and you guys fell off my radar for a while. But then, for my birthday this year, I got this Pandora box game console. It's got like 3,000 fucking old school games on it. And one of the games was Beavis and Budhead, where you have to oh, get them yeah. to the Guar concert. And that just repents yeah. my love for you guys. So I reached out to one of your slaves and asked and request that we bask in your glory here tonight. Yeah, but, I mean, that, that game was state-of-the-art at the time. I mean, you know, all them little bits bopping around. I mean, amazing. Especially uh, Beavis and Budhead. I mean, we love those little dudes. Yeah, it's just amazing how what a staple of the culture Guar is. Are you surprised that humans love Guar so much, even while you're killing them? No, not at all. I mean, you know, look, humanity is the offspring of scum dogs. You know, right. once Guar got here, they had sex with the apes because the uh, Slimeister wouldn't have sex with them. So, you know, you you guys are just, you know, it's like daddy issues, right? You got all these daddy issues with Guar. <laughs> you know, so I, I don't I don't blame you. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I just want to say probably the last great thing to happen in Baltimore was uh, September 19th last year when you guys came to Baltimore and just destroyed it. So um, thank you. I just want to say thank you first of all for that because well, that was well, uh, you how the take hell did it right. You get that out was alive? phenomenal. We how we barely made alive? it out. I, we barely well, made I, it I, out I, of I, the sound I, stage, man. <laughs> I'm disappointed that all these people keep getting out and they're like want to talk about it later on about how they got out and lived through a guar show. I mean, what the hell we're slipping. We got to make sure you're all killed here. I don't, I need to, I need to take some notes about how you got out here. <laughs> a bunch of fucking dudes <laughs> blogging about you. That's going to piss you. Now after they make it out, they all go home and blog about you. Yeah. Well, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I think I just brought Saul board down. Let's shift gears here. Uh, um, <laughs> I want to start with the now we'll work our way backwards here because it was amazing i saw this video you made requesting that humans protect themselves by wearing a mask and it was a little bewildering to me why do you want humans to protect themselves because first of all look you know i still think that this you know this half-breed genetic dna that you've got from the monkeys right it makes you weak enough that you your your scum dog dna can't fight off this little virus that's pathetic it's pathetic first of all but if anybody is going to kill you people, it's going to be Guar, not something that you can't see. So if I protect you long enough to get you out to the next Guar show, then that's what I'm going to have to do. We want Any to chance you. of a Guar vaccine coming our way? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to go out on another world tour and just start killing. <laughs> you think the numbers are bad now, right? <laughs> I make that clicker go up. And no how, are guys, here. how are you guys dealing with this pandemic in our new upside down flat earth and the civilization COVID reality, man? Things have really gone off the fucking rails in this in this country and in this world. Yeah, I mean, it's it's quite ridiculous that you people, I mean, you're fighting over all these imaginary lines on this rock that's floating through space. And you think so important, but it really isn't, you know, if anything, I think that, you know, I was going to propose an idea. I was going to say that if humanity was to put me in charge, I can be the guy that comes in and fixes it all for you, right? We're going to get rid of all the borders, all the flags. We're not going to have any of that crap. You're all just going to be one thing, right? And then I'm going to build an entire wall around the entire planet, okay? 
So, I like where you're going with this. We'll keep all those aliens out. Look, I know I'm an alien, but I'm one of the good ones, okay? So, okay. So we'll keep the rest of them out. We'll keep you guys in. We'll keep you fed, entertained, all that good stuff. And then you guys can fuck all you want and create all the little people you want because every time we come through tour, we'll just kill the rest of you. So it'll just be this never-ending cycle of us getting accolades and having all the fun while you guys just, you know, essentially die. So I think I think you guys would like that, right? I don't want any other I, know. I don't want any other aliens to have into any of my fun. I want to make this planet just my personal slave fest. That's it. <clears throat> Simple osmosis fully is that idea, Saulborg. Exactly. <laughs> I got a question for you, Saulborg. I um I read not too long ago that, you know, when they were pulling down the statues, all these Confederate statues and, and the one coming down in Richmond where a lot of you, uh, I, I, I would assume you guys landed there. Um, they were talking about putting the statue of Odorous up there. Do you think they should just go yeah, ahead I, and take down all Confederate statues and put up all the members of war? Yeah, I think, I think that you need to just start there and then just work your way around the world, taking down all the, all the statues and just putting up scum dog statues. Statue of Liberty, that, get rid of it. It's got to go. Put, put, yeah. you know, uh, put me up there. That's what you need. Then you do, you put a whole bunch of other uh, big icons, landmarks, pyramids, uh, Eiffel Tower. Get rid of it all. All scumdog monuments. It's all you need. So, uh, you guys writing this down? Oh, yeah. Dee's taking notes. Oh, we're taking notes. You betcha. Okay. I, I want to see this happening. Get on it. <laughs> I'll put together a super pack for you. <laughs> <laughs> get you elected to get you some real power. Then you can That's really right. get the killing. Elected? What do you need? I don't need to be elected. I, I can just go do it. I mean, I'm kind of lazy. I'm inherently <laughs> lazy. So, I mean, that's part of why I'm not ruling this planet. I mean, I'm just kind of on vacation right now. Do you miss home? When was the last time you're back on Scumdogia? Oh, it's been... Oh, jeez. Wow. I've been here since, uh, oh, at least, what, uh, 40, 50 years now. I've been I've been hanging out on this stupid-ass planet. And, um, yeah, it's so fun. You guys, you guys think you have it so good on this planet. This planet sucks. You know, it's, it's just a mud ball. That's all this is, you know? And you, and you guys spend so much time fighting over it and arguing about it. It's really ridiculous. I mean, you people are hilarious to watch. The, the disappointing thing right now is that I haven't seen any. I haven't seen enough nuclear bombs going off lately. Is that coming soon? Is that going to be the end of this pandemic? What's happening? <laughs> we can we can only hope. You know, we can only hope for that. Let me ask you: After 50 years, are humans getting fucking dumber, or are we just as stupid as we've ever been? Yeah, you're just as stupid. You just all can know about it through the technology I've let leak out throughout the years. <clears throat> It hasn't changed. If you've got a time machine and you went back, there's there's the same dumb crap happening back in the day, you know? <laughs> pick, pick a time period. Pick a time period. Go back to it. You're still going to have the same dumb crap happening. Well, that's a good perspective, right, Odell? It's it's glad I like to hear about the human race from an outsider's point of view because I thought it was just me who thought humans were stupid. No, no. I, that, I, I, that, I think... It's a vicious cycle, man. It's a vicious cycle. 
I mean, it's it's funny because you guys take it in these terms of how you uh, perceive your aging, right? As young mm-hmm. people, you think you understand everything, and then when you get to a certain part of your life, you you know you don't know shit. And then when you get to the end of it, you're like, gosh, I wish I had done all the stuff that I did when I or knew when I was like 20, I could have fucking fixed things. And then you die. So it's like, it's funny that each generation just keeps making the same mistakes and doing the same dumb shit. So, I mean, I, I don't know. You're, you guys might figure it out one day, but I, I'm going to be way gone off this planet before that happens. <laughs> Can you take me with you? No, absolutely Please. not. Oh. You'll give a guy a little hope. So no free rides here. I thought I was winning favor with you with that introduction, and I can't even hitch a ride. No. Gas, cash, or ass. That's the only way. Yeah, all right. I think we can work something out. I'll talk to you off there. Right, let me talk about something else, too, man. It's great. A few years ago, you guys did an animated series called The Animated Tales of Guar, and you also released another Guar comic book. Comic what do you guys have. have coming up from the Slave Pit? Any more animation coming our way? Well, uh, that part's been a little slower. Uh, as far as the comics been going, we definitely have more projects on the way, more tales to be told in comic book form because you guys – like pictures more than you like words. So, oh, for know, sure. Trying to dumb it down a little bit for you guys. <laughs> Good luck getting it dumb enough for us. <laughs> work a lot of hard, sir. Yeah, there's been, uh, what is it? Uh, so, two comic book projects in the past couple of years where we've had Orgasmageddon, which was uh, a tale of the time traveling uh, evil genius, uh, Mr. Perfect. And oh, yeah. The, um, all the fighting that went on after Odorous was slain by Mr. Perfect. And yeah. Then the last one was called the Enormagantic Fail, and right. that accounted the entire battle that ended up, uh, you know, the giant blunder. Because, you know, if you humans don't know, Guar actually was an elite fighting force of scumdogs that they were in this big battle, they screwed up, they blew up the wrong planet, and their boss got mad and sent them to Earth. So here you go. That's there. There it is in a nutshell. I'm the asshole who actually came after them to take them back to go to work, and they don't want to come back to work because they're having too much fun on this fucking planet. And this planet sucks. I hate it. <laughs> How do you think the comics got right about war history, and in particular your history? Did the comics get it pretty accurate? Yeah, I mean, I was sitting there poking the guy that was drawing it, telling him to go faster. Of course he wasn't. He was terribly slow. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. I don't know. Maybe oh, right. Techno. He might. He might have a different idea about it. <laughs> do you think you're gonna uh, do any more spots on CNN? Or, or are we looking at a, a a show in the evening? The uh, rival Sean Hannity or any of that stuff? You know, oh, you guys, you humans get so caught up in all your political ties and all this other bullcrap. It's like. When Horus was the, uh, you know, intergalactic correspondent on Fox, right? It was like, oh, here, it's it's all great. And then we go and we kill Sarah Palin on stage. And then he, the dude was friends with somebody who was friends with Sarah Palin. So then, oh, Odorous is not on TV anymore. What a bunch of bull crap. You people are petty. 
You're petty people. You know that? Petty. <laughs> you know, you bring up a good point, too, man, because I imagine between, like, the really hardcore Trump dudes, where if you say anything about Trump, they lose their fucking, like, flip their wig and flip out, to the far left cancel culture, I got to imagine, like, nowadays, it's got to be hard for Guar to navigate a show. Yeah, for sure. I mean, considering that, like, you know, at this point, uh, I don't know where humanity lost their sense of humor or even uh, this idea that your opinion is fact. I don't understand that part. The fact that people Mm -hmm. think that these things are so, uh, you know, oh, you hurt my feelings and are, are violating my safe space. I'm like, where the hell did any of that come from, you know? Like... Grow a grow a pair, humanity. Jesus, it's not it, to have a simple conversation or kill someone on stage. I don't see the outrage. You know, <laughs> I mean, uh, we. Can I think the problem right? is you want a challenge, so you're killing the strongest among us and leaving the stupidest and weakest among us. Maybe you should start killing uh, the weak people. Well, you know, that's a good point. It's a good point. You're right, but. I don't know. I, 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 every time I think humanity is going to turn around, it, it's like years like this year happen. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, boy, what the hell? You people don't understand how manipulated you're being. You don't understand how ridiculous that this system of a few people that are trying to uh, rule this planet are, you know, they're hurting you like cattle. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Who do you think's done uh, more to destroy the Earth? You guys, like Guar or Trump? Who's done more damage? I mean, look, humans in general, okay? I wouldn't even just lay it on his doorstep, you know? It's like all around the world, if you talk about this giant planet, right? Right. All these people try to vie for power and manipulate for these imaginary lines in the fucking thing, which always is, it's it's certainly me nuts because it's like, if, I guess if you just plant a flag, it's fine, right? The universe doesn't work that way. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like, you own it. You, okay, what is that? <laughs> Let me ask you one more. occupying it temporarily. Let me ask you one more important political question. Will you accept the election results if Kanye West wins? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, why? Well, why, why not? I mean, that, that's going to be a hoot. You think uh, Trump took it off the rail? Let's see what Kanye does. Right, that's going to be awesome. But it might be more dead humans that you don't get to slay. Yeah, I was going to say. That's what I was going to ask. Are you, okay, are you seriously saying that you think that he wouldn't do a better job than him? Mm. Come on. Tough one. That's a good question. That's a tough one. (laughs) You got that. That is a tough one. Hey, so let me talk about your audiences. Over the years, how have your audiences changed? Because I know when I first started getting into you guys, it, like I was in the punk world, and you guys were huge in the punk circles I was involved in, and then it kind of went more metal. What are the audiences like? Are they still young people, older people? Um, kind of give me a vibe of what that's been like over the years. Well, like I said, uh, you guys keep escaping somehow, and I still don't understand that. At this point, it seems to be generational. You have people mm. who are like, Old ass fucks standing, you know, in the back, and then you've got they brought their kids, and then or their kids had kids, and they're sitting on their shoulders. Yeah, I've seen three year olds, you know, up on people's shoulders with headphones. At least they had headphones, but you know, like what the hell are you doing with
I was at that show in Baltimore. We saw kids from, like you said, like with their parents, like they were like five, six standing right next to us all the way up to I like mean, 60, 70 year old men in there. Yep. That's yeah. fine. Parents. With their kids, family outing. It was a family outing for a couple of people. Yeah, and that just makes me hungry. I mean, I just want to eat those kids. I don't know what the hell they're – I guess that's what they're bringing them for, so I could have some snacks during the show. But, I mean, it, yeah, that's it. It's like uh, generational at this point. Uh, but still a pretty vicious crowd, very vicious crowd, usually. Well, you know, you talk a lot about fighting and killing, but that can't be your only – you've got to have a tender side, right? Do you ever just Netflix and chill, or are you constantly killing uh, look, uh, you know, it's like a, an equivalent, right? I I usually go party in this really cool place on one of the uh, moons of Jupiter, and um, there's a there's this really cool bar, right? And I hang out with these like eight titty cyborg chicks. They're great, man. Yeah, I do, I do. I, I'm not gonna like you know make you jealous or anything, but yeah, it's pretty cool in space. I mean, there's a lot of cool places you don't know about because we don't want you monkeys with power tools <laughs> ruining it for everybody. <laughs> Have you been to any cool places at all on Earth? Uh, Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that place is on fucking fire most of the time. I, I mean, <laughs> when you roll in there, and you, the first thing you see is a burning tire rolling down the street. I mean, you know it's a party town, you know. There you go. <laughs> Welcome to an old Saulborg to the neighborhood. Hey, we're going to play there a song. And I think it's time we play um, play this song and pay a little homage to you. Can you tell us a little bit about the sordid siloquy of Saulborg Destructo? I'm, I'm glad they finally have a song paying homage to you. Yeah, I mean, it was about damn time. I mean, I had to sneak into the studio and do it myself. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, basically the initial story of how I came to be. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. Techno Destructo actually constructed me on, on Scum Doggia before he left to go find these assholes on Earth. And uh, I'd been fighting battles in space for millions of years. And then, you know, the master's like, Techno's not back. You gotta go find him. So that's basically the nutshell of that song. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hit that nutshell. Right. Back, guys. we 
All right. Believe it or not, we are back. Saulborg was kind enough not to kill us during the break, even though we're pathetic. Our podcast sucks and we deserve it. He was nice <laughs> enough to let us finish the interview. But hey, that song we just played is off your last album, right? The Blood of the Gods? That's correct, yes. And, you know, I know four years is nothing to a scum dog like you that lives so long, but us humans are just frail and accident prone we only last about 80 years so four years is like a tenth of our life we're hungry for more guar when are we going to get another guar album uh, i mean you guys have to be patient i mean you got to remember guar is pretty lazy usually drugged out of their fucking mind so you're lucky whenever a record actually trickles out of them uh i'm assuming next year there'll be some new music but you know, who knows? This pandemic has made them all go off the rails. They're all wandering around the planet, you know, trying to get into stuff. Uh, I think I think Postulus might be having a side gig where he's plumbing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't pay attention to assholes. <laughs> all righty, fair enough. Hey, I want to talk about another thing before we get out of here. You guys, I know, are superior and intelligent, have way more strength and energy than us petty humans. But still, it's got to be quite an effort and time, like time consuming, to put together your elaborate shows. For any particular tour, what are you talking about pre work? Are you talking weeks to get this shit together? Months? How long does it take for you to put together a typical Guar tour? Minutes. Uh, I mean, you know, usually it's like you just roll into the club and, like, whatever happens, happens. I mean, that's what usually <laughs> a Guar show's like. I mean, you, you know, random celebrities and politicians just wander into the stage and you just kill them i mean that's usually how it happens <laughs> so you guys aren't choreographing I mean, any of I've this heard, I've, I've heard some of the human slaves of guar talk about you know they do all the you know production i don't i don't know any of these terms but production and the and the fabrication of everything and the cultivating of the music usually takes about two to three months so it's like i guess they're doing work while we're just showing up and killing everything that is a sweet gig, right, Odell? Yes. How do we get a gig like that? Yes. Oh man, and 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 those guys work hard too. Uh, we a lot of people don't realize that, but when you're when you're watching that show and these guys are kicking ass up there, and those dudes are back there. I mean, I know they have to because uh, you know they could get killed. But um, yeah, exactly. Uh, That's a great motivator. You know, yeah. That is definitely a motivator because they 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 really work their tail off. Yeah, better than a four hundred one k package. That's right. <laughs> Death is a supreme motivator. You guys know how to motivate the help is what I'm trying to say, Saulborg. Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely a thing. When you when you can enslave humanity, they pretty much do what you want. <laughs> but you guys are kind of hard on the servant class. Well, and that's the whole point, right? <laughs> and I think they sort of I mean, like it, too. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think anybody likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, well, no, I take that back. I watched a video where there was this woman, like, whipping this dude, and he was really into it. It was cool. <laughs> so I, I got I – got, I got now, this is, this is going to be a serious question here. You guys toured pretty extensively last year. Did you have a feeling – did you know this pandemic was coming? I mean, we heard some uh, uh, – basic uh, muddlings about uh, there was a few simulations being run and I think we kind of sleazy kind of was forward thinking and being like uh, yeah let's let's grab all the cash we can 
these humans are going to be up to some shenanigans next year. So, yeah, I mean, we knew it was coming. You guys plenty yeah. stocked up in crack and toilet paper? I mean, Sleazy has a where I mean, he's got a whole skyscraper full of it. <laughs> he knows <laughs> he knows after this pandemic that toilet paper is going to be the new currency. That's what you guys no gold, no no precious metals. It's just going to be toilet paper. Which, well, let's I mean, be honest. Guys, we always knew the human race was going to end up that way anyways. You're not supposed to be anybody. I mean, that's what your money is anyways, right? Yeah, so. That's it. <laughs> All right, let me finish up with this. Like I was saying earlier, you guys have been around on the public stage now, 35 years. You've run in punk circles, metal circles, but you're undefinable. You can't put you cats in a box. Do you feel like that's kind of held you guys back, or has it benefited you that nobody can go, hey, look, war is this? Well, I mean, that's that's the whole thing of guar. You, you, it's such an abstract concept. It's like it can be whatever it wants to be. I mean, the lords of chaos are not going to subscribe to one stance or another. You know, you're basically going to have uh, this crazy artistic a- abstract thing that just pops out on stage and some sometimes in, it entertains you, sometimes it intrigues you, sometimes it offends you. That's that's mm-hmm. what war is. I mean, you're not you're not going to have anything else, you know. But do you feel like you would be more mainstreamed if you could fall under a certain label, or is that something you've never really given a shit about? No, I mean, why? It's like once you become mainstream, there's too many suits that want to control what the hell you do. So why mm. would you do that? You know, why would you do that? You're not going to be able to. Any of the things that you want to, you know, I mean, you think this uh, exactly. idea of 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 having freedom to do what you want in that type of environment, that doesn't happen. There's always some asshole in a suit telling you what to do. And that is some cosmic that. wisdom right there. All right, before That's we let it. you out of here, it. do you have any advice for us pathetic humans before you go? <laughs> Keep it up. It's amazing what you people think is is normal these days. <laughs> Soon there won't even be enough to fill up one quarter concert. Yeah, well that's that's the other that's the other reason Sleazy wants to keep you guys alive because he wants to get your cash. So I mean, it's twofold here. We want to kill you. Sleazy wants your money. Maybe you should start <laughs> and um, warehousing humans so you have enough to keep doing concerts. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, human. I'm going to write that one down. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Saulborg, I want to thank you again for gracing us with your cosmic presence. Before you go, please tell us where we can find you on our pathetic human internets. I usually kind of hang around Instagram. So if you hit me at uh, Saulborg underscore Destructo on Instagram, that's me. And uh, I've got the Facebook uh, I don't know. Yeah, Instagram. Hit me up on Instagram, everybody. Right on. Thank you so Sounds much. Sounds good, man. To our fucking garbage podcast. Thank you for yes. <laughs> I think he beamed out of here, Odell. I think so. I didn't expect him to say bye. That would be beneath no. him. That would be below, yeah. I would have wanted to belittle himself like that. Dee, do you have anything <laughs> Are you going to put together a surviving Guar 
um, tips of the day for our next apocalyptic peanut butter. Yeah, you I, I probably you get would do that. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know if we want to push the crack angle too much. Right. Since, you know, Trump has people drinking bleach and stuff. We don't want anyone to take us seriously. <laughs> so it comes out like that. Just wear a mask, yeah. y'all. Fucking wear a mask. Wear a mask. Even Cyborg says to wear a mask. Yeah. There you go. So if he says wear a mask, it, to listen. Wear a mask long enough so they can kill you. That's 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 that should be a t-shirt. Wear a mask a long enough so Gore can teach you. Right. <laughs> That's it. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with um, who do we got coming up? Stuart Sweezy and um, Rebecca from Redbait. Rebecca, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I'm I'm pumped, dude. I can't wait, man. We've been getting so many good guests lately. It's been a it's yep, been a good have, year. bad year for everything else, but a good year for guests. That's right. Happy five hundred, man. Happy oh. five hundred, Nick. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. right. I can't believe I'm still in shock, man. I never would have thought seven years ago when I went on Blog Talk. Actually, I was on Claire's show, and I didn't even know what a podcast was. I used to call it online radio. And when I went on Blog Talk, I never would have thought seven years ago I'd end up doing 500 of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's man. Here we are. It's a All right. More. Let's get out of here. I'm tuckered out. It's All right, guys. Good night, everybody. Don't
very nice. Laughter. 